when when did you finally decide how or why did you decide to get better like what switch so it's a long process it wasn't like a quick like oh i figured it out i'm gonna get better like it was like a slow process of realizing like this is what i'm struggling with this is what's actually like wrong inside of me it wasn't like i just all of a sudden figured it out like instantly okay what's up abuse is abuse uh, she's in the house. If you guys don't follow on any of the platforms, uh, you can follow Bree. Uh, her handle is Abuse is Abuse. Uh, she's got a lot of good content out there with narcissistic parents, uh, her from the mom side. Uh, what was the first thing to tip you off to NPD? Are you talking about like my NPD or are you talking about like when I'm talking to a narcissist or like couples coaching? Um, I was saying something and I saw that pop up. So I'm not sure which you meant with that. Uh, it's so hard to walk away. Yeah, no, it's it's hard to walk away because of the story that you're telling yourself. Like it, it's not as both of you. Okay, so it's not as hard to walk away when you're like, oh, this person is abusive and toxic, and you like see it, acknowledge it, and you feel it inside. But typically, it those things are incongruent. It's like, okay, I know logically that this person is bad for me, but I still want to be with them. I still want to interact with them. I still want to hug them, kiss them, all those kind of things. And that's the trauma bond. That's the thing that's like still keeping you stuck. Okay. Um, when I'm, when I'm interacting, so, so couples coaching is like, I don't know that, that fills my like conflict void. Let me put it that way. Because when I do couples coaching, like I probably like cuss the most in couples coaching because like, if I see it, I just like attack it. So like, uh, what tips me off the most and like NPD and couples coaching, uh, typically number one is like active gaslighting in front of my face. Uh, the second one is typically lying, uh, in the conversation. It's awesome. Like, I'm just like, you just lied to me. Like, it, it's great. It's great. And then the third one, a lot of times is, uh, demeanor expression, eye contact, and like the smirk, like the smirk I catch like a lot of times, like you see the other person and like, you know, and it's like, wait a second, like something's actually going on. There's a lot of different, a lot of different pieces. And some of it's also a vibe and picking up on energy, but yeah, no, there's a lot of things that happen with that. Um, for me, um, the first, first ever exposure I ever had to anything narcissism related was my wife telling me um, about Lee Hammock. And I think even at that point, she wasn't telling me that he was a narcissist. She was just saying like, this is something you relate to kind of a thing. Uh, it wasn't even like, oh, you're a narcissist at that point. And the later down the road, it was, it was a little while later. Cause I mean, when I first saw, when I first saw Lee's video, like back then I was like, who is this guy? Like, whatever. He's, he's full of BS. Um, but like, like down the road, I got to the place where I, I had a question one time. It was like that, that slight like moment of clarity in one sense. And you see this a lot of times with narcissists, like really brief, really quick. Um, but I had like a slight moment of clarity and I was like, I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I was like, I connect differently. Uh, I, like, I don't really care about other people. Like I don't connect with them emotionally. Like there, there's a huge disconnect. There's a bunch of stuff there that I was like talking about. And I looked at my wife and I was like, I was like, I don't know what's wrong. I was like, maybe I'm a sociopath. Uh, and so we looked up, we looked up sociopath. We were like, you know, Googling stuff and all that kind of stuff. And we we're like going through it. And then she's like, no, I think you might be a narcissist. So I looked it up. I was like, all right, let me go see. Am I a narcissist? Pulled it up, read through the nine stuff. And then I was like, nah, that's not me at all. And I like completely like gaslighted. I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, and then I made sure to go to all the people around her, friends and people that we worked with and people that I was cheating with. Like I went to all those people and I was like, you know, you don't think I'm this way, right? Like, like I, I can't be this. I mean, I might have some traits, but like, I can't be like this. Like Kayla's saying this about me, like all this kind of stuff to be able to stack the deck to make sure that it like, wasn't me, right? Like it can't be me. And so like with that, there was a piece of like, I had to turn it back on everybody else. 
but there's also a piece of it that there's like there's a little bit of awareness there like there's something underneath the underneath the topic as i looked into it more because i'm going to look into it more so i have that knowledge knowledge is power you know that's what i'm trying to do so i look into it more and then also being with a girl who had bpd and narcissistic traits i started to see that stuff reflected at me and it wasn't just bouncing off of me like it was coming from her and i was like this is this is different so there's there's a lot of different things okay um yeah brief brief awareness so like I have, I have times where I feel, where I feel like I can, I, I would say this way. I have NPD, uh, borderline, not really, uh, don't really pull from that sociopath. Not really. I can think, and I can put myself in the place a lot of times of a sociopath. Like I can think through, okay, this is what would happen. And in the narcissistic mindset, it makes logical sense of like how a person gets to a place of physical violence or physical abuse and like all this stuff. It's like, okay, yeah, you have to rewire it this way. You have to rewrite history and it makes sense this way. So I can put myself in those, in those places to try to be able to understand, like work through things. I don't, I don't stay there obviously. Um, but that kind of thing. What certifications do you have for identifying NPD? Um, let's see, 34 years of living it. Uh, but besides that, um, everything that I work with is trying to help people break free of their trauma bond. And a lot of times being able to do that is identifying NPD. And so not just the research, the stuff that I've done, the almost three years of therapy that I've been in, but then working with clients nonstop to try to help them break free of that trauma bond and seeing all these different things that keep matching up keep having these traits. And I'm able, a lot of times I'd be talking to someone on a one-on-one and they go so far in the conversation, I can finish the conversation for them because I know exactly what's going to happen. You know, I know exactly like, well, they did this or they said this and they're like, oh yeah, how did you know? And I'm like, because I think the same way, okay? All right, so we're going to do new supply and then we're also going to do, what was the other one? No contact. Yeah, we'll do those two right now, okay? So new supply, big question. Does the new supply get it better, Okay. We dive into this a lot more inside the Clarity Challenge at claritychallenge.net. Just FYI, it's, it's out there for your consumption and for you to be able to process and go through. But the new supply, do they get it better? A lot of times people want to ask that question because they're, they're, they're concerned, like, I might be missing out. Like, they've been toxic and they've been abusive to me, but they might be better to the next person. What's actually going on? So a lot of times you have to understand that a narcissist modifies and changes their mass depending on the person that they're around. If I'm around someone who likes a certain thing, like, we'll make it easy. If I'm around someone who loves going to the movies, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love going to the movies too. Like, isn't the best thing ever? Did you see this movie? And I have no clue what I'm talking about, but I'm like bringing it up, like we're going to connect. And then I go to the next person and the next person's like, I hate the movies. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I know too. The last person we went to the movies nonstop, it was the worst thing ever. So you have to understand a narcissist will change and modify their mask depending on the person that they're around. This a lot of times also has the aspect of dealing with hobbies and things like that of like a lot of times a narcissist doesn't have this hobby that's fulfilling. It's like, no, I'm going to go with this hobby because it fulfills me because I'm infiltrating myself into your life, maybe controlling a lot of different things like that. Okay. So, um, lose my train. Okay. So new supply. So when we're pulling it back to the new supply, you have to remember they change how they're looking. They change that dynamic based on the person that they're around. It's a new mask. Someone once said like they take Lego bricks from each person that they've been with and add them and modify the mass that they're actually there to the other person. Okay. Now what is happening when they go to the next person is you don't see behind closed doors. A lot of times people are like, but it looks so good. And you have to remember at the beginning of your relationship with a narcissist, odds are nine times out of 10, it looks so good to everyone else too. 
You have to understand that switch that's actually happening there behind closed doors. And so what you see a lot of times is you only see the good part. That's because what you're seeing in the moment is you're on the outside looking in, seeing the love bombing, seeing the triangulation, seeing the isolation and putting things in place to keep that person locked in place. Okay. So the new supply is going to look like it's going to get better. Now, there's a thing that actually happens here that you start to notice and you start to realize that makes you feel crazy. And that's the piece of like, wait a second, they're doing everything that I wanted them to do. You're like, how is this possible? Okay, the first thing you need to understand, and this is like a game changer if you can get this in the full concept. Okay, the first thing you need to understand is when they do everything for the next person, everything to a T, like to a T of exactly what you wanted. That means when they were in your relationship with you, they knew. They knew exactly what they needed to pull from you to keep you stuck in that relationship. That shows you a lot. The second thing you have to understand is when they're doing that to the next person, a lot of times it is the way to be able to trigger you, to be able to have you reach out to them, reverse hoover yourself back in, be able to confuse you in that aspect. The other aspect is they're actually using it a lot of times in another way of abuse, okay? And the reason why I say this is because you don't understand what is happening on the other side. I've used this illustration before. Hopefully this makes sense. Let's say you love going to the beach. You always wanted to go to the beach and the nurse is like, I hate the beach. I don't want to go to the beach. And you never got to go to the beach. So there's always something that was like dangling in front of you of like, I want to go to the beach. And they're like, I'm never going to go to the beach, okay? They go to the next supply and then you turn around and they're always at the beach, well, the thing that you might not realize is that next supply might hate the beach and all they want to do is go to the mountains. You see what I mean? So sometimes it is like a win-win for the narcissist. It's like, hey, I can trigger this person from my past by doing what they wanted. And I can also hold something back from the next person of what they want as well. Like it works in tandem a lot of times. Okay. And I'm seeing a lot of comments right now about triangulation. Okay. There's a couple different aspects about triangulation. I'm going to try to explain it without like botching it or like confusing everybody with it. Okay. Triangulation is the idea. Like think of it as a triangle. Okay. And you have one person up here that is either controlling communication to the other people or pitting people against each other. Okay. And this would be like the idea, like you're already mad and upset about a friend of a friend and you don't even know them. Like you don't even have like enough judgment to be able to say like, okay, they're a bad person or anything like that. All it is, is like, oh, like I'm upset about this, that kind of thing. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully that makes sense. So like the idea, the idea of triangulation can be like really difficult for people to understand. And like a big piece of that triangulation is like getting to a place and like understanding like, hey, it's typically this aspect of like trying to pit you against another person of trying to like control you in different ways. And so a lot of times the triangulation piece will be along the lines of like, hey, like, did you see this? Did you see this? Also, the, the other aspect of triangulation is also think of it in a think of it in a gambling session. OK, think of it like this of a person who's going to up the ante. Like, hey, uh, let's try let's try to make it like really practical. Uh, I'll make it like simplistic, but like really practical. OK, um, we've got two people. OK, so I've got two people here. And I go to the first person and I hold their hand, okay? And I go to the second person, they're like, no, I don't want physical contact. And I'm like, well, yeah, but like, you know, the other person, they held my hand. And they're like, oh, okay, well, I'll hold your hand. And then you go back and forth. So it, it's like that, of like, they'll keep like up in the ante, okay? If that, 
hopefully that makes sense. Okay. But that's not like trying to give like the, the best example to try to be like, this is how it works. Um, if you want to meet with me one-on-one, you can go to my website, rawmotivations.com. You can click on one-on-ones. Would love to be able to talk to you, try to be able to help you. What I do give you like a quick pitch of what I do is really in three buckets. I try to help people first break free of the trauma bond, get through the limbo land of rumination and the addiction of like, let me detox from this person. And I help people figure out who they are and set boundaries.